Hey guys, Christina here. Welcome back to the Hormone Helper Podcast and thank you for joining me. If you're new, I'm a registered holistic nutritionist and certified personal trainer. My private practice is primarily online and we help women overcome various health issues and naturally balance their hormones. You can learn more about me and all of that at christineemilywellness.com. Oh, and also don't forget, our next six-week challenge starts in just over a week on March 1st, and we're super excited about it. My husband, actually, he's a retired NFL and CFO vet, and he's co-hosting it with me, so don't miss out, and all that information is on the website. So this is the first live podcast episode with a guest speaker, and I'm so excited to introduce her. Today on the podcast is Tara Thompson. She and her family have a farm here in North Carolina. I live here in Charlotte, so it's just right outside here, called Thompson Farm, and all their info will be here in the text as well, so you guys could check them out. They are at the Charlotte Regional Farmer's Market every Saturday, so do drop by and say hello to them. They raise pastured pork, chicken, and turkey on a 19-acre farm, and we currently buy almost all of our meat and eggs from them ourselves. They are the sweetest family ever. Her and her husband both work full-time, have twins, and still run a farm, so that is just super incredible. What's neat is that they utilize regenerative farming practices, which she will touch on. And as much as farming was in her own upbringing, it was very important for her to teach her children the value and principles associated with farming and knowing where our food comes from, which is also super important for myself and how I want to raise and teach my kids as well. So here she is now. Hi, Tara. Hey, how are you? Good. So if you can just do a little intro about yourself, kind of touching on or going back on some of the things I just touched on um, and all that. So go for it. All right. Okay. So basically I grew up on a farm. Um, My dad was a chicken farmer, which was not the typical farmer that you see today. Nothing pasture raised basically, you know, he um, worked for a company who provided the the chicken and the chicken houses. So um, he basically raised them you know, the way he had to, um, at that time. So, um, farming's been in my background. My mom, she worked on the farm as well, um, while raising us. Grandparents were farmers. So, and my husband and I, uh, met, um, got married. We moved to the Concord area. We, um, lived, you know, in a, we bought a house and, you know, what we could afford at the time. And, pretty much we knew we wanted to get out in the country to get back to, you know, the way we both grew up. So that's kind of where it led. We were in Concord for 10 years living, um, like on a quarter acre. So as our children started to get older, um, it's like, you know what, we need to get out in the country. So that is what we did. Um, and so we started basically Thompson farm, um, funny part of the story is like most farms, you know, you start out with a few laying hens. Um, you start out, we had some goats and then on my husband's birthday, he came home with three little pigs. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, what are we going to do with those? Um, so (laughs) that is basically when Thompson farm evolved. So since then, um, we have of course started with the pastured pork. We had the chickens and the turkeys and basically, um, our animals are, uh, working our land. We had some timber that needed to be cut down. So we're using the animals to revitalize the land, um, and providing for our family and our customers. So, awesome. um, can you touch on that a little bit, like what they do and how that, how that works? Like, just right. So yeah, sure. Like basically, um, 
when the trees were all cut down, of course, the ground is basically junk. So we're taking the animals and running them through the land. They each are on different paddocks. And so they basically uh, revitalize the land. They root, you know, that's where they get um, their grubs and forage um, and everything. So they eat grasses. Um, they have hickory nuts and hardwood trees that are available to them. So they just get to root around. So once they basically tear that land up, because pigs can do some damage um, <laughs> to the ground. So once they do that, we move them into a different paddock so that the existing um, soil can rest. So just kind of, it's kind of like rotational grazing, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's what we do. We want, um, we basically, a lot of people, you know, a lot of farmers, young people starting out, they are given, you know, the land or they're mm -hmm. given, um, you know, passed down from generation. Um, we basically put our money into animals rather than buying a tractor or building a fancy barn, right. you know, just letting our animals do the work you know, for us basically in, in rejuvenating, uh, the soul. So, so that's just naturally that's their environment and they're just, yes, that's what they were created to do is be animals, <laughs> you know, outside in the sunlight, um, rooting around. I mean, that's what pigs do basically. Um, and same thing with our chickens. Um, we've got meat birds, we've got, um, laying hens. So the laying hens, they are fully free range. They scratch and peck, you know, that they just are in their natural environment. They're not cooped up somewhere, you know, so they're basically working for us so that at the end of the day, we provide the best life for them. And in return, they're going to provide food for our families and our customers. That's awesome. And can you just touch on like what pastured means when you talk about it and what like free range means? Cause it's on so much of our marketing now. And I guess a lot of people are not sure, like, is this true marketing or, you know, they'll just pick up some eggs and it says free range, but is it truly? So coming from a farmer where it is what it actually is, can you just right. touch what that really means? Yeah. And you do have to be careful. There's so many labels now. There's so many guidelines, so many laws about what you can say, what you can't say, you know, labels on food. I mean, it's, it's kind of mind boggling sometimes. So we, as farmers, we have to be careful what we say to people because, um, sometimes people can take in a different way. For example, organic, um, our, our stuff's beyond organic, you know? So right. um, you just have to really do your research when it comes to labeling. But basically pasture-raised is the animals pretty much get their nutrition from like sunlight, from foraging, eating grasses, grubs, rooting, where there's no fertilizers, no pesticides. Um, they're just raised outside, getting the sunlight, um, just not being on, um, and most farms don't raise on concrete, you know, but you do have your commercial farms where the pigs are confined or yeah. the cattle is confined. Where pasture raised is they are extremely outdoors on the soil, rooting it up. Um, that's basically what the pasture raised part means. Okay. And what about free range when it comes to the chickens and the hens and all that? Free range. Okay. So that's a little tricky one too, but basically free range is when the hens, laying hens are outdoors. They're not confined in a little coop. 
Um, they are, have the ability to eat whether they are in a, um, what, they, what they call poultry fencing, because mm -hmm. with some of the birds, you do have to do that for predators. Um, but basically free ranging is they're out on grass, they're out pecking around. Yes, they are supplemented with grain because um, only cattle is grass fed. Chickens and pork cannot um, they just cannot survive just on grass alone. So they have to be grain fed as well. So free range, that's basically what it means. They're not cooped up. They are um, just able to get out in the sunlight as well um, and scratch and peck the ground for their worms and crickets and things like that. So awesome. Okay. I'm going to kind of turn it a little bit and go into prices of stuff because I know that everyone asks me this and I mean, I do my market research, but I wanted to come from an expert like you. And I know you hear this from your customers too. Is farmer's market meat more expensive? So take it away. <laughs> okay. Um, in a nutshell, yes, it, it can be. Um, and mainly because the meat you get at the grocery stores, the supermarkets, they're raised kind of on a larger scale. Um, farms that can do that basically they can raise several hundred or a thousand hogs or cows um because they kind of keep them in a more confined space where basically they just sit there and eat you know they yeah. eat they get water and then um <laughs> they don't completely grow out they're not given the opportunity to like exercise so pretty much they grow faster because they get fatter um, by being fed all the time right. so um, with the farmer or like us we can keep a pig over a year um, some of our breeds they grow out for a year generally um, you know less than a year but so like I said certain breeds they do so therefore we have to feed that animal longer and take care of it and make sure it's got everything that it needs. Whereas these larger scale places, they can turn a pig over to slaughter quickly because that pig is going to make more meat because it's got more fat on it and it's able to produce um, more. So with that being said, that's, that's part of it. Um, I can't speak for all the farms, but for us, we only feed the non-GMO feed. So therefore it's more expensive to purchase than your straight corn or your, um, just run of the mill feed that some people do feed and some of these large scale places can feed. So that's kind of where your price, um, point comes in. Um, and it takes a lot of time. People don't realize what all goes into raising pastured pork animal or pork or, or beef, whatever, you know, you do. Mm -hmm. um, it takes time. You have to pretty much um, keep up with them and keep them healthy, make sure they're fed, make sure they are watered every day. Um, and we don't, we hand feed twice a day in the morning and in the evening, um, which that's by choice because I'm frugal and I don't want to go spend money on the fancy things. You know, yeah. we're letting our animals work for us. So we're working for them as well. Um, so with that being said, it can be expensive, but um, on the flip side of that, people need to um, get in the kitchen more. 
and cook. Um, yes. And basically, you know, I'm not the perfect role model. I don't eat pastured pork every day. I don't eat pasture raised meat every day. I still shop at the grocery store out of convenience because um, I'm always in a rush. But people just really need to research a little bit on what they're eating. Like, for example, tonight, um, I was up late doing farm taxes. I had to work at my full-time job, had a tax appointment, had to come home in the snow, take care of all the animals. It was a takeout night <laughs> because I was not cooking. I love sitting down as a family and cooking, but um, we had a pizza night. So we spent 60 bucks. Okay. I have a family of four. If people would research, you know, you can buy a couple items at the market, get your meat, you yeah. know, go over, see a couple people. Um, we have some other vendors at the market, um, that sell produce or vegetables. If you plan it well, you know, then you can get, instead of spending $60 on pizza, which probably wasn't good, you can make that meal from the market. You know, you just got to know what to buy and to pre-plan. So and I'll, I'll tell you because it's become part of our routine. I mean, you see us every Saturday as a right. family and it's turned into a fun family event for us too. Obviously my son's getting older, so he's actively a part of it and he's touching like picking the produce and we have our list, but it also teaches us to shop more frugally. Like we know what we're going to cook the week ahead. Um, you know, how much of what we need. We don't want to be throwing so much stuff out because now we know where it's coming from. We know the farms where it's coming from. We get to know you guys. It's the relationship we built. So it's almost going a little bit old school. And I mean, it's convenient for us because we do it on the weekend. We do it first thing in the morning and we get it done. It's just like going to the grocery store. And I know it's not the perfect scenario for everybody, but it's just slowly making changes for your lifestyle and for your family or whoever you live with and your spouse and whatnot. It's just kind of one step at a time. And we notice with our meat too, since I moved to, to Charlotte and having this Charlotte regional farmer's market that is so big and there's so many vendors and options and stuff like that, but we really, really taste the quality of our produce and our meats as well and our eggs yes. and everything. And it's very different. And I think that once you actually experience it and you stick to that, when you start eating other things, you start to see where mass you know the the big corporations now where they're basically kind of slacking and they're taking quality away just to serve bigger markets so right it's really yes. neat even when we go out to restaurants or we get you know more commercial stuff because that's something you know we're busy now too we have two young kids and some things are more convenient but even my husband will say too like this doesn't taste like real meat or this right. tastes so different than the farmer's market stuff. So I, I never suggest for anyone to sacrifice quality. It's, it's very much worth paying that little bit extra. And you also see like you're supporting locally and you're supporting, you know, farmers and, you know, people that you build relationships with. No, I fully agree. And that's, um, you know, it, it just takes a little pre-planning. And like you said, everybody's busy. I don't do it every day. You know, we're all so consumed with our daily lives that the last thing we want to do is to come home and cook. 
but if you do plan, you can save money and you can get better stuff. I mean, there's a lady in our building, um, Nisa's Produce. She is wonderful. Then we've got Honey Tree Farm who does salads, mixes. They grow their own carrots, you know, so you could make a good wholesome meal that is good for you for just about the same amount that you would spend going out to eat. And, you know, it just takes a little, a little extra pre-planning, um, you know, which it's easier said than done, but it can be done. And with you talking about your husband going out and saying, you know, going out to eat, what is this? You know, like, what am I tasting? My children do the same thing. Um, we do the pastured poultry as well. And so when we first started doing it, I was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a whole chicken from, you know, a grocery store. And then I'm going to go to like an Aldi and I'm going to get like two chickens and I want to compare them to see if what we're producing on our farm, you know, the look of it and cleaning out the inviscerating and cleaning out the insides of it, what it looks like, you know, if you were to purchase it from a grocery store coming out of the, the plastic, you know, shrink wrap versus what we're doing. So I did do that. And I realized real quick that I was doing an excellent job. Um, ours were much cleaner and, you know, the, just the, the color of the meat and everything. And so I was like, I'm not wasting those two chickens. You know, I'd bought them. I'm not going to waste them. So I did cook them. My son was like, mom, what is that? What are we eating? Didn't even taste like chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he, it was chewy. It was just, he was like, mom, that is disgusting. So, you know, if my 12 year old son can pick up on it and it's not just because we have a farm and he works with the animals, he truly can tell the difference. Um, used to had come home, you know, they would just pop in a snack or whatever. And every day he texts mom, what do we have for supper? Are you cooking tonight, mom? What do mm-hmm. we, you know, so that is what I'm trying to instill in them, you know, is, is learning that, Hey, you know, don't put so much junk in your body. Yes, we all eat junk because that's just, as humans, that's what we do. But he realizes too how bad he feels if he eats something processed versus me or, you know, someone cooking him a home-cooked meal that he knows is, you know, better for him. Yeah. So um, if your kids are picking up on it, then, uh, you know, you're kind of doing something right. So, um, and most people can't, they're like, what's the difference? There's a lot of difference differences. Um, once you taste, you know, the meat, um, it is so much better than than just your run of the mill grocery store. Yeah. Um, it re- it really is, and that's why I encourage people to. Um, I don't necessarily know the nutritional values of everything. Um, that's your job. Yep. <laughs> you do that type of thing, um, but you know, I just encourage them, know what you're buying, do some research, um, know your farmer, you know, if, if, if you're really wanting to, to be cautious about what you're eating and what you put in your body, anybody at that market would love to tell you their story. You know, they love to, they're, we're proud of what we do because it's hard work. So we will be more than happy to tell you that we stayed up till two o'clock in the morning processing chicken. So you could have a fresh bird. You know, so everyone at the market, they're going to love to tell their story. They're going to love to tell you how they raise their animals and be transparent to you. So um, educate yourself, first of all. Um, Most people, you know, most of the farmers, um, we only know what we do. We don't know what the guy in the next booth does. 
we know how we raise our animals. And so everybody's method of farming, method of eating is different. So just like I said, do your research, talk to your farmer, ask to come to the farm if you want to see the animals and make sure you're really getting, you know, what, what they're saying that you're getting. Um, it kind of works both ways. You know, if you, if you're cautious about what you eat, you really need to just to talk to, you know, the person that's raising your food and they'll be more than happy to tell you, um, what they're doing. I'll tell you that when, when I had first moved to Charlotte just a couple of years ago, I was pretty excited because there was so much land here. And so that, to me, that means that I knew there'd be a lot of farms and farmers here. And that's kind of what got me into searching for our farmer's market and, you know, actually reaching out to these farmers and going to farms. And that's exactly what I did. And that was really special just to see animals in their environment being raised how they're supposed to, eating the foods that they're supposed to and living the life that they're supposed to. And it was really special for me. And that's what got me eating meat again and, and right. just knowing where it was coming from and the, the kind of humane treatment that they were getting that they deserve. So that was really special. But coming from Toronto, Canada, which is obviously such a major city, and we don't have land like that. And it's, you have to go drive out quite far to find these farms and these farmers. So for someone that's in the grocery store, when it comes to marketing, do you have any suggestions when they're reading like the antibiotic free or pasture raised and all that? What can, what should they look for? Or is there anything that's misleading that you've noticed when you're in the supermarket, they're like, mm, that might not be right. Or um, anything that if someone's trying to make a change, but they don't have access to a farmer, what mm-hmm. would you suggest looking for? Like, um, definitely just read. And like you said, labels are misleading, but just, I mean, you can tell a lot by the meat by looking at its color. Um, for example, I, I'm not, um, so keen on, on beef because I don't, we don't have a cow. Um, that's our goal one day but I'm not a beef person. So I can't speak for the beef, but just look at your meat. For example, pork, you know, everybody says, oh, it's the other white meat. Well, technically it shouldn't be white. Um, breeds have certain um, characteristics to it where some of the breeds have a richer color of meat. But um, if the pig's out on pasture, it's going to have more of a darker red color meat where your pigs that are just fed like straight corn um and that's pretty much all they get they're going to be more of your lighter color meat so um you can judge a lot by by looking at the meat um in the grocery store reading the labels there are a lot of things now out at the grocery stores that um no antibiotics no hormones you know gmo free those are your better options versus your just regular, you know, just meat. Um, and a lot of people, and I was one of those, you know, we don't have a lot, didn't have a lot. So if I wanted to feed my family, I need to go in the grocery store and get the cheapest thing that I can get. And there's plenty of people out there and, and I'm still, you know, one of those. I've done that before. Um, and you do what you have to do to support your family and to feed your family. But if you are in a position to try to, to buy a better product, just pay attention to the no antibiotics. Um, there's a lot of stuff now out um, that may not be 100% pasture raised, but it's closer than it would be for just the, your normal just off-brand pork or off-brand beef. Um, 
So I would just encourage do and do your research on that too. Look up the companies. Um, like for example, if it's a Smithfield ham, Google them. They'll t it, it tells you, you know, how their stuff's raised and then you can make that decision and you can price check. Okay. I could pay this much for this ham or I could go to a farmer's market and listen to what they say, you know, and then if it's a couple dollars, you know, then you can make that decision of can I afford the better meat, you know, and sacrifice some more, something else in my budget. So just look at the labels, um, do your own research. Uh, we can only speak for what we grow, but I would just recommend to the, you know, customer that's or person that's going to the grocery store just um just research it um all the labels are different so you just kind of got to go with your gut there and and just read through um and look things up um and always go with the no antibiotics and no hormones that's your better route and they're a little more expensive at the grocery store as well so I would just, I yeah, would choose that over just your it. plain uh, package of meat. Yes, I totally agree. And I, I pre we practice that, of course, but I preach that to, to everybody. It's just quality. Like you said, if you're in a position where you're able to, don't sacrifice quality. It's very worth it. So right. um, just to wrap up with you, Tara, is there one last piece of either advice to someone that is wanting to start getting better uh, meat for their family or for themselves or anything as a farmer to um, a female or anyone listening, is there any last words that you'd like to say? Um, pretty much if, if, and for the female thing, because it seems like we're always the ones trying to eat healthier and trying to do better. Um, don't set your goals too high. Um, just we're all human. We're all trying to just better ourselves, whether no matter what it's in, but if you choose to um, go the healthy way with what you eat is don't set your goals too high. Um, research what you want to eat. Do a little bit of meal planning. Um, you know, think about what, what you like to eat. For me, if I have a colorful plate, it makes me happier. It makes me feel like that I'm eating healthier. You know, salads, a couple tomatoes, you know, just something of color. Um, and I'm no skinny mini. I like to eat. I'm a meat potato country girl. So mm -hmm. I have a very hard time. I would choose, you know, another helping of meat over a dessert any day. But when you try to do better, just um, choose things that you like. And if you slip up and eat something, you know, that you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Don't get down on yourself. As long as you're trying um, visit a market. The market is so much fun. When we first started going there, we just mar marked our year anniversary. Um, there's so much there. And the market in Charlotte, Charlotte Regional, is amazing. Um, there is so much there that from produce to meat to, you know, in the springtime, they have the outdoor thing. Walk around, just see what all is available. Because I never knew that all of that was just 40 minutes away from my house you know, so get out there, educate yourself on what others are doing. And you're going to find something that you like, something that you can afford, something that you can incorporate into your life to help you with your goal. So that's the biggest thing is meal planning, get in the kitchen, you know, have fun with your food. You know, it, it, I love to cook, just don't have time to cook all the time. But if you're that person, 
just enjoy what you're doing. And if you enjoy what you're doing, then it's going to make yourself feel better by trying to a get healthier or a, if you're trying to lose weight, um, you've got to just be happy with yourself first. And I find that if I, you know, do something, um, a pretty plate makes me happy. So maybe the, a pretty plate could, could make somebody else happy. (laughs) Yep. Are you there still? Perfect. Okay. I wasn't sure if you got cut off, but. Oh, no, I'm still here. Here, I'm going to wrap up there. That was so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all your insight and all your expertise. We appreciate it so much. And again, you guys, this is um, Tara Thompson from Thompson Farm. She's located just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina here. And they're at the Charlotte Regionals Farmers Market every Saturdays. And we're there every Saturday too. So if you guys want to <laughs> say hey, um, we would appreciate that, of course. And uh, they're such a sweet family. So uh, all their information will be on my page here for you guys to check out. Thanks again, Tara. And we'll see you on the weekend. Okay. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Of course. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.